Now, Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at 781-837-4900 and online at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Thank you for joining us here this morning on this beautiful Saturday morning. How's everybody doing in the room? Doing Doing good. Yay. We have a full house here this morning. I'm so glad that you could join us. Um, If you have any... No, I can't even say that. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Sorry about that, Ryan. I was going to say, if you have any questions, please feel free to call me. But One of those mornings. It's one of those mornings. We'll give you out our phone numbers later in the uh, show, so you can feel free to contact us personally on our cell phones if you have any questions. So I have a full house this morning. Uh, first and foremost, our favorite co-host here is Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspections. Well, good morning, Sharon. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Summer ha- has it been busy for you or oh, what? Oh, extremely. Yeah, yeah, it's making up for you know the last uh, almost a couple of years. You know, yeah. The last six months have just been tremendous out there. Really? Six yes. months for you, huh? So you yeah. were busy like January, February, March too? Yep. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. So again, that's Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspections, and he always has good things to say. We're going to be talking about inspections. Obviously, he does all kinds of inspections, but today we're going to talk about uh, some eleven. How's that sound for some a little eleven? Topic? Sounds oh, good, and yeah. some maintenance Perfect. tips, and uh, yeah. some things that you may have come across, uh, you know, at the house this year. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I, ha- I always have something good to tell you about my house. So, um, yeah, that that is one thing I do want to talk to you about. So I'll, I'll write myself a note. We also have Donna Bagney. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. So Good. for those of you, oh, all of you know, Donna Bagney is one of the managers over at Boston Connect Real Estate. She is also one of the top <coughs> producing real estate agents and advisors on the South Shore. We're lucky to have you. Thank you. I'm lucky to be there. Yeah. And you just came back from a little vacation. I did. I'm trying back to reality. Yeah. I spent uh, three weeks up at uh, Lake Winnipesaukee. And you're nice and tan. Ah, yes. And, and did you spend all that time with your new baby in the house? I spent all that time with Miss Aurora. It yeah. was wonderful. She's yeah. eight weeks old and uh, an absolute joy first time grandparent okay i was gonna say you have to tell everybody that I'm, like, you're the grand- I'm a grandmother <laughs> i'm a grandmother it's not your baby because yeah. then you would have been in the national Enquirer, perhaps right uh, perhaps perhaps <laughs> Ooh, <that's bad>. yeah. <laughs> well i mean she's not that old i mean potentially she could have a baby but she wouldn't really want to have no one now, no i so. like this i like the next this new chapter of my life is amazing yeah that's amazing awesome yeah. and again once and um again and again and again someone who's always here with us filling in and helping me out here and always has some really good questions and comments and things like that. We have Mr. Uncle Bobby here. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Bob Gleason who is also a real estate uh, sales and marketing advisor over at Boston Connect Real Estate. So thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And I know that you have a big event coming up so we will get an opportunity to talk about that at the end of the show. So we'll make sure when we hear that doorbell ring, we'll let everybody know about your event coming up. Awesome. Um, He's talking to boomers about selling real estate, so he's going to have a little seminar coming up. When's the date? Just off. It's July 29th. July. It's oh yeah, <coughs> next, next week. It's next week. Yeah, yes. it is at the Adams Center in Kingston. Beautiful location. It used to be the Adams Library in Kingston, uh-huh. and it's been taken over and it's been redone, and it's absolutely gorgeous. That's awesome. And it's just, if nothing else, 
come see the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who cares about Bob being there talking about real estate? But uh, you can come and see the building. So, Steve, one of the things that we want to talk about today is, as we were saying, some are loving or maybe not so much loving. Is you know, the, it hasn't been that hot. I don't feel. I mean, it has. We had a couple humidity days or right, whatever. In the past week has probably been the hottest in the last. You know. Yeah. In the last seven days, you had three or four exactly. with the high humidity and mm. the temperatures. Yep. So with that, there's a couple things. I know we want to talk about ACs, but then remember I said, oh, let's just always bring this back to me. And I can do that because it's my show, your Absolutely. show, our show. <laughs> so um, in my house, we have never really had like an issue in the basement where it smelt like, uh, like a little musty or mildewy or anything like that. But I have to tell you, the last few weeks when I go down there, and I'm not going down there often, like, oh, I need a roll of paper towels or I have to refill mm-hmm. the toilet paper or whatever it is, it, for the first time in 23 years, it's starting to do that. What's causing that it's suddenly? It's actually just the humidity downstairs just so high. You know, you figure your bathroom if you don't turn the fan on. Yeah. And, you know, you take a couple of showers in the morning, leave the door closed, you're going to get that same odor inside. It's just the humidity and just the odors are going to be associated with it. And that's usually the, you know, preemptive or... You know, the beginnings of mold and mildew yeah, is um, once, you, once you start to get that odor downstairs. So, you know, use your best defenses, you know, if you have central AC in your house. I don't. Uh, you don't. Uh, your next step is probably get a nice dehumidifier, dehumidifier downstairs. I was going to say, yeah. Yep. Yep. Set it up on 7 or 8 and mm-hmm. get one of the newer styles that has an automatic pump in it. Okay. And that way you don't have to keep emptying the and worrying about the, uh, you know, tray oh, filling up yeah. down there. Put, the, put it out the back door or out through the window and just set it up on 7 or 8, let it shut off. They'll really dry it out nice and then crank it back to like 3 or 4 and it should be mm-hmm. fine for the Yeah, because it's funny because I've never had that smell ever before and I the only thing I could think of was, you know, when Casey and Mackenzie were home, maybe it, like the door was open more, there was more activity, like up and down and things like that, but I've just never had that before. No, but just your basement, you know, it's finally getting out of the coolness from the wintertime and it's starting to warm up and... yeah. Well, it's attracting the moisture rather mm-hmm. than uh, repelling it. Well, I have um, actually a client who um, closed. Uh, well, she didn't close yesterday, but that's another story for another day and another show. Uh, <laughs> all right, but that's honestly, it's not even the one that I was talking to you guys about this morning. So let's just go there. I mean, last week, Mary, Cindy, and I talked about little disasters that can happen. And I said I would give an update. And uh, the update is, is that we closed on Friday, but um, it was a nightmarish. But anyways... Um, I did, one of my clients is moving into an apartment, so she had a really good dehumidifier, so I bought that off of her, like, for, like, 25 bucks or oh, something. Beautiful. So Excellent. I'm going to, yeah, so I'll put that down there, actually. You'll see, if you use it, you'll see a difference. Yeah, do you use one at your house? We have window air. We don't have central air. We have the windows, and downstairs is a, is a finished family room, and we run the dehumidifier all the time, because when my ACs are on upstairs... I have a pocket door, and I keep the downstairs closed. Yeah, it gets really hot and and humid down there. But yep. if I don't have my ACs on upstairs, and we go downstairs, it's like natural air conditioning. Yeah, you know, so it's huh. you just and huh. especially downstairs, you just don't have the volume of air being moved with new air coming in because it's not like opening the front door, back yeah. door of the house comings and goings. It's just that stagnant air that's downstairs creates, the, you know, that's holding all that moisture down there and. Hmm. The temperature changes, same thing when you look up in the attic, you know, when you don't allow it to breathe up there properly, you get the accumulation of uh, humidity and uh, moisture. Yeah. Well, Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bob has a question. Um, what if, um, could you cut down on the amount of moisture or the smell that it brings with uh, a sealer on the floor, the cement floor, oh, or sure. the walls? That, that helps out tremendously. Yeah. You know, things, products like dry lock, and then, <coughs> you know, most of the 
uh, floors today, when the house is built, the floor is poured at a different time than the foundation. So all the way around the perimeter, you know, you always have that little bit of a gap where the floor joins up with the foundation. Mm -hmm. If you were to seal that with some sort of a concrete sealer mm -hmm. and use that dry lock uh, downstairs, just make sure the you know the floor is clean mm -hmm. of any dust and stuff before you put it down, and that yeah. adds you a little bit of extra. Uh, is you know, it like a, epoxy that. or is it like a paint? It's really a paint and it does have, you know, different things rather than an exterior paint which will hold up for the concrete and the higher moisture uh, type situations. And okay. then we put a pad and a carpet down, you know, the indoor outdoor carpeting mm -hmm. down and yeah, mine's all carpeted. Mm. I mean, the majority right. of ours downstairs is, you know, so it has the pad under it. I'm right. wondering if there's anything. See, those are the things that are going to hold the moisture. So, right. you know, like Donna was saying, you know, get the mm -hmm. dehumidifier running downstairs yeah. and uh, all those things. You know, if you have closets down there, you, yeah. know, you know, are the closet doors louvered doors or are they solid doors? If they're, uh, you know, solid doors, you yeah. want to open the doors up, allow everything to circulate, because if they're not louvered doors, air's not going to get in there, and it's just yeah, like a little just, teeny basement down mm -hmm, there, and yeah. it's really going to be pronounced, especially if it's on an outside wall. Okay, because I just started putting some of my stuff, like, so when both girls moved out, we moved some things around downstairs in the basement, and we made, like, their little, where they used to watch TV, the playroom, we made that sort of... Um, a gym that right. I haven't been in once, maybe once. And other things, don't crowd <laughs> things downstairs. Don't push the couch right up against the wall. Pull it back pull two or three back. inches. Yeah. Allow it to you know circulate. Don't take all the old blankets and everything and just pile them in the corner because the areas behind there are not going to breathe. You want the air to circulate. And mm -hmm. These are really good tips for people. So if you are having the same problem that the McNamara family is suddenly having at their house, uh, these are some good tips. Maybe we can put together a blog. Make sure we get that on mm -hmm. bostonconnect.com. Uh, things that you should do to try Try to get that moisture out of there. But that's the big thing, get the moisture out. Right, and just keep it, you know, status quo, you know, as do best you, as you can. Do you put a dehumidifier in an attic, too? No, not normally. Usually uh, ventilation up there will take care of that. So it will just sort of go through and everything? Right. Yeah, as long so as you have proper ventilation. Okay. So why don't you tell everybody what proper ventilation would well, be? I mean, I've gone this far, so exactly. we're so off track. <laughs> so let yeah. everybody know, what what is proper ventilation? Well, we're in ventilation now. Usually the best and the minimum that you usually see today is a ridge vent on a home. Yeah. And then uh, Soffit venting, and what soffit venting is, is below your gutters. Sometimes you see these little round circles about oh, two yeah. inches in diameter, or sometimes you see a steel uh, strip underneath there. And what that does is, with the ridge venters on the peak, heat rises, so what it does is draws it from the soffit vents, and just through convection, will go right out through the peak of the roof. Okay. No electricity or anything needed for that. And what about gable vents? Do you need all three? Uh, you can you know, close off the gable vents. There's pro and cons. Some people say, you know, if you do have a ridge vent and a soffit vent to close off the gable, and, you know, it's like 50-50. You know, you can leave them open if they're there. Did they always used to, like, when did they start doing ridge vents? Like, Probably right around 15 years ago. Really? Right. What took them that long to, to, to come up with that idea? Uh, well, what it was is the houses are being insulated even more today. Right. So yeah. anytime you increase on and increase on uh, insulation, you want to increase proportionally on in ventilation. So in the older houses, that only had maybe an inch to two inches of uh, fiberglass or insulation mm -hmm. up. Gable end vents are more than adequate. Now people are packing six to 12 inches up in the top there, so you've got to increase on that ventilation proportionally. What are those things called that I've seen in new construction? It almost looks like styrofoam, and it has, like, little valleys in it, and they're sort of putting that on sort of the... 
roof to get the air down to the soffit yeah. vents. And what that does is those little uh, those soffit panels there, or the uh, those uh, styrofoam panels. What it's preventing is the insulation from touching the roof of the house. Okay. And that allows the soffit vents, which are those little ones below the gutters, to take the air up behind that little ridged area oh, on that nice. piece of styrofoam up into the attic. That way it keeps the insulation from pushing up against the roof mm -hmm. and blocking that airflow from naturally occurring. And I bet you that guy has a really nice house that invented that over on the vineyard somewhere. Oh, he does, yeah. I, he probably I'm has sure two houses. Yeah. yeah, several. What a yeah. great idea. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody can just let's come up with an idea. Why don't we just have a think tank? I'll do a think tank. We'll, we'll drink I love wine. I, well, I said this last <laughs> week. Let's just drink wine and I think. I wine was going to be a uh, factor <laughs> yeah. in this. <laughs> wine. We'll just drink wine and, you know, that's what we'll do. Just think. Come Wouldn't that be fun, ideas. Uncle Bobby? Uh, yes, it's a great idea. Yes, yeah. it's a great idea. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it would be a great idea or not such a great <coughs> idea. Well, we'll be going to drink wine whenever. So some of the other things that we want to talk about, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspections, along with Donna Bagney from Boston Connect Real Estate and Uncle Bobby, a.k.a. Bob Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> From Boston Connect Real Estate. I'm sorry, it's stuck. It's it's, stuck. it's yes. just stuck. It's a long time ago. Uncle it's, Bobby. It's Uncle great. Bobby. <laughs> yes, I know. Should I was, we tell the South Shore other story? No, that's <laughs> we can we can. So, uh, we one of our front desk administrators was dating at the time. Bob's nephew, but we didn't tell. No one told Bob. We were keeping it a big secret. But behind his back, every time he would walk in the in the room, we would say, "Oh, Uncle Bob, un Uncle Bobby's in." <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing that for a while behind his back because they didn't let it out yet that she was dating. But now they are happily married. They just mm -hmm. got married mm -hmm. in May, I think, right? Yeah, May. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just got married, which is funny. Yeah, she still calls me Uncle Bobby. Well, uh, officially, I guess I am Uncle Bobby. You are Uncle officially, Bobby you now. Are Uncle you are Bobby Uncle Bobby now. to her now. Yeah. Not to us, but that's what we're just going to go with it. Right. So, The name sticks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, one of the things that we wanted to really talk about today is, you know, just summer issues and summer maintenance. So we did talk, I mean, I even though it was about me, just all of the stuff that's going on in my basement, what are some of the other main concerns that well, you think of? The prime thing, especially this time of year, and especially we're starting to get the heat and the high humidity, is people who have uh, central AC systems is, uh, you know, I'm sure you already have it in operation now, a lot of people do, but you want to take a walk around the outside of your, uh, you know, the condensing unit on the outside of the home and make sure all the trees and the shrubs, you know, are all trimmed back, you know, three or four feet away from that. That allows that system, when it's working, to dispel all that heat, you know, disperse mm -hmm. all that heat from there so the system works as efficiently as it should. Mm -hmm. And then the other is, uh, especially if you use a lot of mulch or dirt or things from the yeah. wintertime, starting to pile up around the machine is gently pull it back so you can see you know at least the bottom of the unit or the footing that the um, you know the compressor or the condensing unit mm -hmm. is sitting on i like and how you say gently i'm like hey just rough it up and pull right it you back. don't want to go in there with a shovel and then you get that hissing <laughs> yeah, noise and then all your freon comes out and then you go oh done yeah that was actually your question wasn't it donna that was i i wanted to know with the condensers with the freon is there a yearly is there a time frame when you can have freon put back in does it need to be put back in oh usually if there's not a leak uh, you never have to put any freon inside okay. the system uh, but usually that's part of maintenance about every three to five years you should have just as part of preventive maintenance have an hvac company come through have them take a peek they'll put the gauges on it they'll check and see the high and low pressure sides mm -hmm. which tells the inner workings of the actual uh, condensing unit or the compressor and will let know the uh, freon levels 
if it needs anything, just in case it wasn't filled properly. From do the, the window air conditioners have a Freon system? They do, yes. Do they? Yeah. Okay. And most of the time, by the time it gets to the stage where it needs Freon, or if there's a leak in there, people just throw them away and they right. buy a new one. They get a new know? one, right. yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm at that point, too, where I would love to put central AC in my house. And, you know, when we did the addition, we probably should have done it. But back then, I wasn't having hot flashes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that, Rye? <laughs> well, now everyone knows you're having hot flashes. <laughs> so, so sure. So 10 years ago. <laughs> can't take it back. It's live. I can't take it back, yeah. Um, yeah, so 10 years ago, I wasn't really so concerned, and I hate being cold. So when Mark said we should really think about doing central AC, I'm like, no, I have no need for central AC. I want to be warm. Like, what is it with this, you know, New England? It's like, you know, all winter long, we put the heat on so we can be warm, and then as soon as it's warm, we're putting AC on, so I totally don't get it. Now I get it. Now I'm 47 and I really want central AC. <laughs> because you know the other thing too, like we have the window ACs. Yep. First of all, I do not like the way that they look in my windows. Right. And we have nice windows. When we did the addition, we did some nice windows. I'm always afraid that it's ruining those. Is it? Uh, ruining the windows? Yeah. If they're properly installed, no. As long as they're tipped out wood so all the condensation yeah. is dripping away from dripping the house. Dripping away. Rather than coming back into the house or oh, sinking yeah. down into the windowsills. And I should probably look into that. That's usually a good idea. Okay, Mark, if you're listening. I'm sure if Mark put them in, he put them in properly. Well, you never know, though. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't know that. Do you, I, I just wouldn't have known that. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan just shakes his head at me. Ryan is so used to just having I just get run. such a kick out of you. <laughs> 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 at least somebody does, Ryan. Um... But with those, I was saying something else about the window ones. They're so loud. That's right. the thing that's more annoying mm. than anything else, don't you think? Do you have central AC? No, I have windows. <coughs> Actually, I, the the noise doesn't really bother me that much. It's kind of white, like white noise. That's uh -huh. what like, so. Really? But I do have a question about, yeah, sure about. outdoor condensers. <coughs> For the longest time, people used to put a cover over them. And, I mean, I'm, I'm going to the end of the season right. now. <clears throat> is that the right thing to do to put a cover on it or leave it exposed um, my neighbor has central air and he covered it one one winter and uh, when he came back to it in the spring he had a mouse family in there exactly so why you shouldn't cover that's it why you shouldn't cover yeah, those units are designed to do absolutely nothing to you know, mm -hmm. and uh, leaving them open does two things. One, it doesn't trap any moisture in there and cause any rust and you know corrosion to any of the components in there. So, mm -hmm. with all those fins and being open, if water does get in there or snow, it will dry out. You know, a lot quicker than having the uh, cover over the mm -hmm. top of it. Okay. And then the other, you make a great habitat. You know, for rodents and stuff to sure, move they in, a, and then a they'll probably chew house. And they'll probably end up chewing the wires or, you know, doing some damage to the compressor. Yes. Or when you go to turn it on, if they're still in there, you'll see things starting to fling out of there. And, uh, <laughs> oh. No, that's yeah. exactly what happened. I mean, he, yeah, mm, it's like yeah. a blender. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, oh. not that, but the uh, the mice did bite through some wires and they yeah. were in. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you're talking three, four hundred dollars in repair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only time you may want to put a plywood cover over the top of, but not cover the sides, if in an area we have a lot of icicles that form. Mm. Just uh, there was a place that we saw in uh, Abington. It was a condominium complex, and after this winter here, probably eighty percent of all the compressors had icicle damage because they were dropping twenty feet, coming down, and they were just like totally spears. exactly going just through like them, crushing them. So if you have a situation like that, a nice piece of three-quarter inch plywood right over the top of it but don't cover the sides mm -hmm. and uh, that would give you a little protection from any icicles coming down from you know 
going right through it. Yeah, but oh, if you're in a condo, tip. yeah, if you're in a condo yeah. association, though, you're not really allowed to do that. I guess you'd have to call them to mm-hmm. take care of that. I think that's that's the one my sister lives in. I'm sure the big one. King, big con- yeah, uh, on uh, Route 139. Yeah, I think so. Just right? on the whole Brook uh, Braintree line. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but the well, I was going to say something else about. Oh, in the winter though, where you're not allowed to test the AC. So. Right. Is there anything that you, are you looking, like if you saw the cover on that, would you say that to somebody? Like it's really not suggested that you do that or are you not even looking at it at all? Nope, but we're looking at it and we just let them know like we're talking about now, there's pro and con on putting the covers on there. And if it's been working for the homeowner, you know, keep with it, you know, and if, you know, for some reason the homeowner thinks it's a feel good measure, you know, you know What's the pro? It. What's the, what is a pro of it? It just makes someone feel good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's <laughs> it keeps it warm. Exactly. Yeah. And I just see more units, you know, rust out and when I go up there and the four screws in the top or all the stuff is you know rusted on the sides you know these are usually units that are uh, covered up during the winter time do they say the same thing about water heaters too right isn't that that you shouldn't cover the water heaters you can cover them but today's water heaters become are all uh, insulated pretty well so you don't have to put that extra blanket on the outside. Okay. This is like the 10 question thing. I'm just like firing the match. You, you are. You, you are just, it. you are, you are, you are on your groove. Yes, Your Honor. Yes, <laughs> I know. Where were you with a flashlight and some water dripping on your head? Um, okay. So again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspections, along with Donna Bagney from Boston Connect Real Estate and Bob Gleason, also from Boston Connect Real Estate. When we come back, we're going to talk more about summer loving, some issues that you have to think about, some maintenance things. You have some good stuff for us? Absolutely. All right, perfect. Then we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Bye. (laughs) Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. Fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, accepting credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system 
fails. Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Fifty percent more talk real estate, absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara now, one hour every Saturday morning on ninety-five nine WATD. And we're back. <laughs> welcome to. Um, I was going to say welcome to Boston Connect Real Estate. Well, that is part of the deal here. But welcome back to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Stephen Cook from Imperial Inspection Services. We're talking about some weird things off air. Ryan, can you hear the conversations that we're having in here? I, d I didn't this time around. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you, that was we, good for you. Oh, <laughs> oh, are we boring you that you're not even listening in? <laughs> I, I I didn't turn you on. I'm sorry. All right, perfect. Well, we were just telling some stories mm. off the air, which were um, sort of. Sad. What are we talking about over there? We'd like to talk. Can we ask about oh, heat pumps? Yeah. You can throw you know, Ooh, heat pumps. Yes. And uh, heat pumps, you basically you never want to cover those. And What uh, is a heat pump? A uh, heat pump is basically an air conditioner uh, system that has what they call a reversing valve in it. Mm. And it's just an air conditioner. It almost works in reverse. It sends the fluids inside the opposite way. And it creates heat. Or it takes the you know the cold out and creates heat in the place. Oh, okay. It creates so air. It oh, so it's creating mm -hmm. heat. It's not creating a, AC. I have a condominium that is going to be sold next week, and all the whole building, each unit is a heat pump. Yeah. So it's the heat and the air conditioning. Is it in Weymouth? I know, like no, this actually is in Hull. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. And usually see those where they want to get heat and AC, where gas isn't available, so you don't have to put an oil tank in each unit, or sometimes one unit, you know, takes care of everything. You yeah. Know, we don't need any um, external vents and stuff. So how are those things um, maintained? Like, what do you have to do to maintain those? Uh, the heat pump's exactly the same as the AC. And just so you, the thing you never do is cover those units. They should be open all year long. Okay. So you don't have to, like, grease them up or something? Like, I'm thinking about, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like Completely maintenance-free on the outside. And the only thing you want to watch for is if you were to look at the compressor or the condensing unit outside, you'll see a larger copper line with a black, uh, like, styrofoam coating over the top of it mm -hmm. and that if that starts to deteriorate and you see the uh, the larger of the two lines out there yep. you want to replace that black foam insulation on it and uh, what that will do is you know keep the system working as efficient as it does to keep the hot and cold going to where it's supposed to be going rather than losing anything to the elements. Hmm. So, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate along uh, with Sharon McNamara and Donna Bagney and Bob Gleason and, of course, Stephen Cook from Imperial um, Inspections. One of the things I want I, I just wanted to share a story with you that I just thought of as you were talking about that because, first of all, I don't know, like, when you go into other people's houses, can you shut that off? Like, seriously, like, if you, if you came to my house and you saw something, are you saying to me, like, you, you should probably take care of that, or do you just blank it out now? If it's something that's not part of the inspection, we don't. No, I'm just saying you it. came to visit. I had you over for dinner. Oh, yeah. No, I, I usually... <laughs> How do you shut it off? I put the blinders. You do? The blinders are on. If I see a termite tube in someone's eye, I don't even look. You and, don't uh, even look? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Learned like, my lesson a long time oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, people are like, I don't have a termite. Yeah, I don't have you a problem. And she's, can you come back over? Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, boy, it. look at the problems you cause with me now. Look at mm -hmm. that. I got to so. tell you. Every, yes, I'm people. just here for dinner and a drink. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> so getting back to the heat pumps, uh, is that the same machine that will heat your house 
during the winter also? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do heat and uh, AC. How does it heat the house when it's two degrees out? It doesn't. Okay. Uh, heat pumps are only uh, generally you know, viable or work as designed down to like 40 degrees. Uh-huh. Anything below that, inside the uh, actual air handler, which we're coming inside the building into the basement, where the unit has the blower motor, which distributes all the air inside the home, there's a set of what they call resistors or auxiliary heat that's inside this. And if you think of it as being like an old toaster or your oven coil, so when you open the oven up, mm-hmm. you'll see the coils in there. These coils heat up. And so it's basically 100% electric heat at this point. And in, uh, in, a, in conjunction with the heat pump, it will give it a little boost to the air in there. So you get like 115, 120 degree air coming out. So the system, so you have to have a, um, a hot air system? Uh, for forced hot air system. Forced hot air system yes. for it to work properly? Yep, you got to have the air ducts like you would have for a forced hot air system, oh, I see. whether it be gas or oil. And this will be a forced hot air system, but it's fired by electric. It's electric heat. And then you get the name heat pump out of that. Who maintains those? Would that be an HVAC guy, a heat pump guy? There's a place right actually on 27. Mm-hmm. It's just heat pumps, right? Yep, right. that's right around the corner mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, usually any HVAC uh, company, heating, ventilating, air, air conditioning company, will handle both on there. Okay. Yeah, I know. Actually, Mark, would Mark, a plumber be able to handle some of that? Because I feel like he had to, maybe not, huh? As long as he has his refrigeration license, that's the main thing that you need on that. Oh, really? Right. Um, yeah, because it's combined AC to yes. some degree. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I can't find an HVAC company to come to my house. Was part of my story from earlier. I want to get an estimate to put AC in my house, and I well, called. then if anyone is listening, I think you should give out your phone yeah, number. Any HV HVAC guys out there that want some work, like to put some AC in? Yeah, like call or me seven eight one two nine four four eight four eight seven eight one two nine four four eight four eight. I want AC in my house. Now. Now. I know, but everyone's so busy, so I should have thought of it in the winter, but shame on me. But I'm sure you can charge me more because it's in the summer, right? Right. <laughs> if they can get you. Isn't that, yeah, I know. Right now, this is the busiest time of year for them. Oh, yeah, yeah yes. exactly. That's what I mean. No one's calling me. I know. I know the truth. Right, but there. now it's not a, It's not humid, and it's a nice, beautiful, cool day, so right. the, the drawer is not... You know, they're not running down emergencies. So maybe, you know what? You might, maybe you'll get some air conditioning I, by the end of the season. I called one guy, and he's like, uh, oh, are you already a client of ours? And I was like, no. So you're like a doctor's office, and you're not taking new patients? <laughs> that was literally my answer. Hey, Ryan, I see you in there shaking your head. See, it's, now he's listening to us. It's not easy being <laughs> in my head all day long. Donna will attest to oh, it. Oh, it's... it's <laughs> I'm not going there. I feel like I feel like you could create a, a book of just your thoughts, and it would be my go-to. It's like a pick-me-up during the daytime. Yeah, I could do that. Honestly, you should come hang out in the office one day. That would probably be like that screensaver on the computer yeah. I'm looking at. That's your yeah. thoughts just bouncing around there. Bubbles all over the place. Um, you should come into the office one day, though, Ryan, because it is legitimately days are. It's like a sitcom. Mm. Don't you Weekly. agree? Yeah, yeah. I, I, absolutely. I have a good nickname for Sharon. Let's call her Ricochet. Ricochet. Oh, that's so interesting because I was, ah, I was in Manipsha this past weekend, and the boat next to me was Ricochet, and I said, I wonder exactly what that word means, and I looked it up. (laughs) That's so weird that you just did that. So. Anyways, again, just stuck in my head. But I wanted to share another story with you. So sure. I had a home inspection um, this week with one of my buyer clients, and obviously they used Imperial, sure. and Jay Bowie was there. Yep. He's awesome, by the way. I mean, he's so good. Welcome back, Jay. Yeah. He's our comedian. Yeah, <laughs> he is just so good. And um, <coughs> it's funny because both the mother 
like the mother, um, so her son is buying the house, and then his girlfriend was there as well. And I was talking to the girlfriend downstairs. She's like, my gosh, he's so good. She's like, I, he's telling us things that we have to do to, like, maintain the house. Like, right. she goes, I didn't expect that. Like, I thought that he was just here to see, find things mm. that were wrong. But he's saying things like, you know, on the roof, you have a little bit of this. If I were you, I'd get up there and do this, that, and the other thing. Or You know what I mean? Like, right. So I don't think a lot of people understand fully, like, an inspection is not just to find what's wrong. It's kind of to tell you how to operate your house. It's like an owner's manual sometimes. And that's why when we start, before we start the inspection, we're out there with the buyers, we always ask them, is this your first house or things of that nature? And that way we can show them where the electrical shutoff is, water shutoffs, things where someone that's owned two or three homes, they're yeah. familiar with that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take a lot for me to get to my water shutoff. I'm telling you right, right. now, my, get, my basement is a mess. So hopefully. Yeah, but you've got a plumber in the family. so yeah. 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 And the cobbler's son has no shoes. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> so. And no AC. And no AC. And no AC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But by the time she gets the AC, the hot flashes will be gone, and then she'll be cold again. Yeah, I'll be cold again. Yeah. I know. Then my skin and blood will be too thin. Right? Right. <laughs> so, um, I don't so. think hot flashes ever stop. They don't? Yeah, well, Gail is really happy that you mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you so glad that you joined us? Instead of Uncle Bob, (laughs) it should be Dr. Bob. (laughs) It's in the doghouse, Bob. It's going to be dead, Bob. (laughs) Can we we cut that out? I don't think so. No, No, no. it's on the reel. Uh, Maybe that one doesn't make it to our uh, podcast. But again, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the podcast, too. So uh, we have a lot of great shows. And uh, Steve had been doing one show a month with us throughout the winter, which is great. So we have all of those shows on our podcast. So if you want to re-listen to any of those shows, just go to uh, talkrealestateradio.com. So that brings you to a website. But if you have the podcast app on your phone, you can easily go to Talk Real Estate Radio and you will be able to get the app and uh, just get the get what you will be able to get the podcast so we have all the shows on there um and then so the continuation of my story then i walk away and i was talking to the mother later on and she said the same exact thing so that's good uh yeah credits to you guys you guys do an awesome job so i'm really grateful for that uh some of the other things do you guys have other uncle bobby you look so surprised to see me here what was that look on your face (laughs) that just Intently uh, paying attention paying to you. Attention. Maybe what? you got a text. No, I'm yeah, kidding. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. What are you saying about me over there? <laughs> what are some of the other things that you guys can think of maybe that we should be concerned about or thinking about if we want to maintain things in this? What are we maintaining for the summer, Uncle Bobby? I have a question. Uh, <laughs> it has to do with windows. Yes. Uh, I have been told by an inspection company that came to my house about two years ago. I have double-pane windows. They're older windows. Um, The original windows of the house, 24 years old, somewhere in that neighborhood. And uh, he said uh, that the windows are fine. They're in good shape. There's nothing wrong with the window. He says a lot of the heat loss that you get from, from windows is perceived from the glass. And some of it does, I'm sure. But uh, a lot of the heat loss comes from the framing and lack of insulation between 
the, the 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 window frame where it's placed into the house right and in those two by fours that are in the wall exactly and a lot of people true? admit that especially on the replacement windows if you can think of when they take the old window out of the house you have this big opening and they put the new window in there so you always have a space between the new window or the vinyl on the window and the wall studs of the house usually about a half of an inch you know and sometimes up to three quarters of an inch and what you generally like to see done is take you know fiberglass very lightly with a uh, putty knife mm -hmm. and you tuck in fiberglass not packing it in there but very loosely all the way around the perimeter of the window or they have the uh, you know foam in the can today which is not you don't want to use the uh, the like the tough stuff the expanding they make one just specifically for windows so it doesn't expand as much because if you put the oh. heavy expanding stuff all of a sudden that window instead of being a two foot by five foot opening there it's going to become you know, <laughs> you know a foot and a half because that it's going to push the jams in, mm. and the window's just not going to operate. You know That's why you don't want to pack it in there too much. So there, there really isn't any way of re-insulating that area. Absolutely. You can take the casings off the windows, you know, the trim around the outside, and if you do it properly, you won't damage it, and you'll be able to see that void, and if you fill it... You're talking about the... The, uh, the inside of the house. From the inside of the house, yeah. Right. And just take the casings off, and uh, you can see that void in there, and either you know work with that great stuff for windows or you know tuck some insulation in there very lightly with a putty knife, and mm. you'll see a big difference during the wintertime, too. Okay. So I'm what glad. are you talking I'm about the I'm casing? Sure. So like the trim, like the trim around, is that what a casing right, like is? Right, like the colonial the casing going around the windows, the one with the little mitres, oh, the, molding? the moldings, yeah. yes. Oh, okay, in there? Mm -hmm. How do you take that off? I mean, that's not an easy task, really. It's not too bad of a job. Get a flat, um, a f listen to me, the contractor. <laughs> you get a flathead and you boop, boop, like gently tap it. and. Is that what you would do? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd probably do, because it's painted in place, is yeah. probably take a razor blade and just kind of score around the perimeter of it yep. first, you know, where it touches the wall and yep. where it touches the other trim. And then when you go to Donna's house, you'll say, well, she tried to take this off she with did, a flathead yeah. hammer yeah, or look something. at the paper torn right off the yeah. sheetrock. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know. Yeah, and it just kept going. <laughs> but That's uh, why we have you here. That's right. And then you usually take, like, a... Um, it's, it's more like a putty knife, and it's a little bit more rigid with a uh, beveled edge on it. Okay. And you'll be able to stick it behind that trim and pull it forward very nicely. You don't want to put a screwdriver in there because, one, you'll yeah. damage the wall, or you'll make an indentation on the trim, so you mm -hmm. want to take it off nicely. And as soon as you start working it, it usually comes off fairly hmm. easily. Yeah. I, I will never be doing that, so right. I, I hope, right? Is that something you have to do at your house? I don't know. I, I think it's uh, I think it's a possibility because you don't see it, so you, yeah. you can't assume that it's been done properly. Right, but sometimes yeah. you can do either test, uh, you know, with like a uh, one of those uh, thermometers you can buy them for like thirty or forty dollars. One of the infrared thermometers, or if you were to take like a candle and put it around there during you know a night, you know, when it's a little windy out there, go around and see if the flame blows, and you can see where air is coming through the window. He's so smart! Wow, that's such a good trick. That is yeah. a great trick. Oh, I yeah. love that little. Now we're going to watch him walking around with the yeah. candle. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then just my don't get too close to the window with it. <laughs> don't get <near laughs> or the curtains. Or the curtains. <laughs> I can see my shares right now. Well, how did you have the house fire? Well, Steve told me I should look for drafts That's this right. way. I should put a disclaimer on this You now. should probably. Yeah. No, we, we take that back. Don't do it that way. Yeah. No. Use one of those long nose uh, Bic lighters, though. 
Oh, yeah, 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 you could do that. Uh, Ryan is telling me that we have to get to a break. Maybe we're having just too much fun. But one of the things I want to talk about maybe is there has been a time that you've always said to me, and I did this the other day when I was at the um, with Jay doing the other home inspection, little things that people will do, cause you, and then you can tell they're hiding something, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I think that those are those are the fun stories that I'd like yes. to talk about. Sure, when so, we come back. When we come back. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say. Do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. Fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, accepting credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails. Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com bostonconnect.com or call 781-826-7300. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back in the volume, and our earphones just got really, really loud. Yes. And I can hear myself really. <laughs> Did you turn something up in there? What's going on? Uh, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara along with Stephen Cook. And he is from, of course, Imperial Inspection Services. Not only does he do home inspections, he does all kinds of other inspections like lead paint, Title V, radon inspections, and uh, pest inspections. Oh, yeah. He had to do a pest inspection, too, or uh, like something. He had to fill out because it's a VA Like a VA or an FHA form. Yeah, Yeah, yep, it was a VA form that he had to do. And, of course, you heard that female voice again. uh, We still have with us Donna Bagney, office manager over at Boston Connect Real Estate and one of our top producing sales agents on the South Shore. Mm, Thank you. Yeah, we're so lucky to have you here with us, uh, not only at the show but at the office. And you've had a very busy couple months. I've had – I don't know – 
what happened, but I am a very, very busy. Yeah, it's young like everything lady. all happened at all, once. All at once. All, all at, at once. once. Which, but it's all good. Um, everything is being taken care of, and yep. got them all lined up. And well, your OCD comes into play a lot too. So yes. with all your little folders and your files and organization. Yeah. So absolutely, that's really good. Got to be organized. Absolutely, and we also have um, Bob Gleason with us. So thank you for being back. And Bob also is one of our agents over at Boston Connect Real Estate. Very successful. You're doing fabulous. You have a big event coming up. Yes, I do. Thank you. Yes, and we'll talk about that when our doorbell rings. So um, we're just here today. We're again with. Steve. Um, Steve is with us a lot uh, talking about inspections and all that other stuff. We're talking about just summer things to do. Yeah, maintenance. Different things around the home. and mm, Maintenance. But I want, I want the dirt. Tell me some of the things that some people do <laughs> you know, to try to cover up so you won't find it. Oh, like, oh, I have a home inspection coming. I better do this so the mm -hmm. guy doesn't find it. And oh, yeah. yeah. Burn countertops. That's the uh, biggest thing there. You know, someone would put like untouchables on there like jewelry or a checkbook or something like that. And those are things during an inspection you don't even want to go anywhere near that stuff like that. Yeah. But what I do is sometimes I put my clipboard down on the countertop, and as I'm putting the clipboard down, whatever's there will shift to the side a little bit. Then I pick up my clipboard and I look, oh, geez, who put the pot on the countertop and <laughs> did the burn on it? Or uh, mm -hmm. the same thing on the floors. If a rug looks out of place or a thing like that, and all of a sudden you see that's where someone dropped the iron and yeah. they melted the carpet below there, and you get that nice little imprint there. Yeah. Do you mm. know um, I did that when I was younger at my mother's house? Oh, my sister did it. She put the iron on the <laughs> sure on the uh, carpet. And no, it was my sister. Like yeah. she was the one. I was the good one. <laughs> I, tell me, that's not that's a surprise to you. <laughs> I was the good one, but my sister put the Someone iron. Someone just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That was not I. Yeah. Not I. But there was a legit, like, a perfect iron mark on oh. the carpet. And my response now as an adult is, what was a four-year-old or a five-year-old doing with an iron without you around? You're right. lucky it was the rug and not her head, mm. you know? But yeah. anyways. And we had another broker. Uh, just, he's a local broker also. We were just talking about this last week. A one was about 20 years ago. And I guess the house went under agreement. They found a bunch of things wrong, and the homeowner just went in there and just did a shoddy patchwork. And I pushed on the wall in the uh, bathroom right by the tub, and the whole window and everything just fell out just during fell the out inspection. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, we were just uh, talking about that about a week ago oh, with uh, the other gosh. broker. The things, well, when we were at the house the other day, there was a big um, butcher block type um, cutting board right. right next to the sink. Mm -hmm. So I said to Jay, I said, why don't I lift it and you look? And he's like, all right. So I lifted did it up the you know the cutting board and he had his flashlight under there he goes hmm that's interesting and there was a towel under there too he goes we have a double you know he has his With little double hiding yeah 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 so he <laughs> lifted up the um you know the towel but the towel was there just so it didn't move but right. there were no things but you never know what people are going to do right. to try to hide exactly you know the inspector yeah. is coming absolutely yeah, about two years ago it was a dishwasher and you know we first thing we do when we get in the house we turn the dishwasher mm -hmm. on so i open it up all the dishes are wet and uh, the homeowner was still there she says, oh, I just ran it. You don't have to worry. I, geez, I really have to run it. And I opened it up. It was hot and everything inside. So huh. and she says, okay, you got to do what you have to do. Turn 
it on and sounded like a garbage disposal. And I guess what happened was, because she left right after that, just before we got there, she put all clean dishes inside there, boiled water on the stove, and threw it inside so everything was hot. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's yeah. effort. Exactly. That is a lot yep. of effort. So. That is effort. So that's why, you know, if someone says something is good, we, you know, the buyers are paying us to turn the light on or mm-hmm. flip a switch or turn the stove on. So we have to do it even though... Things have just been uh, you know, th- used. Uh, this really brings up a, a, a good idea. When you're selling a house, why don't you have the house inspected before you put it on the market? Some people See, do. Yeah, I've, way, I've had a lot of people you know, starting to do, do that? that. They want to know. Mm-hmm. What am I up against? Exactly. Yeah. Do you do the full thorough inspection the same way? It must go a little bit. Does it go a little bit faster because you're just with the seller? No. no, usually it's it's usually about the same, if not a little bit more. Because oh. especially if you come across something, the uh, s- potential seller of the house, it's foreign to them. So you kind of kind of walk them through it, and the things we're showing them, they didn't think the house was that bad. So sometimes you got to back off a little bit and yeah. ease into it because they think, you know, boy, lots a lot of stuff wrong. But it's, this is what the inspector is going to be, you know, yeah. coming across and showing your potential bias. So what will happen if you did an inspection for me as my seller, and then? I had a buyer for that house, and like, can you st- can you do that again? Do you do uh, the same no, house? No, we, we, uh, what we usually do is we tell the uh, person that we did the house for is, you know, you're obviously going to be selling the house, uh, the house, and to tell, you know, your broker and the buyers that you've already had a pre-inspection, yeah. and that Steve did it or Jay did it or yeah. whatever it is, and, you know, don't call them. Because they don't want to do it a second time. Because it's kind of a conflict conflict of interest to, you know, one, you know, work for the seller and then for the buyer. And then sometimes sellers will repair patch or otherwise cover up things. And if we know about them when we're walking through, it becomes... Exactly. And you only know that because it had to have happened. Right. It does. does. Mm -hmm. And so... That's that's how that rule started. Yeah, and one time it slipped through the cracks where somehow I ended up there, and it was like six months ago that I did the inspection, and it wasn't you know happy mm-hmm. you know yeah time going through because someone trying to cover up and well that's the surprising thing to me. How about you guys as real estate agents? I mean, I'm always surprised to hear you know that people cover things up. Like, isn't that weird? No, no. <laughs> Why is it weird? We're because I would never try to cover something up. Yeah. Well, I think that I right. think that you know, as a seller, I mean, you, you know, you guys answered that way too fast. <laughs> I tell Mr. Bagney when we go to sell our house, I said I'm petrified of a home inspection because he's a weekend warrior. Yeah, you know, and and there are so many things, but yeah, you do. People do try and hide it. They're trying to sell and get the most amount of money that they can. And but we're getting the home inspectors are getting really smart, yeah. And they're finding it. But you know, honesty is the best policy. Yeah. You know what? If it if it's broke, just say it and move on. And, right. Yeah. And sometimes exactly. you know, like this, just case in point, a house that I did yesterday, they patched the walls and there was nothing where water would leak through, but it was a very very poor patch job, and the drywall compound was still damp. So it was suspect, so I put my moisture meter on it, and it was yeah. wet. And, and that's what it came from, was a patch that hasn't dried. They just did it within the last 24 hours. Oh, my and gosh. So it wasn't water coming from the outside. But sometimes that make it even worse because we don't know why it's wet. It could be from a patch or external water, and now it's starting, you know, yeah. something that should never have been started. Well, you know, something about the, the summer loving, um, something that we kind of touched on before we even started, <laughs> um, well water. Right. Oh, yeah, good does one. Well, does well water get affected in the summer? Mu- does it? Is there any type of fluctuation um, 
or special treatment in the summer when we get these really hot and humid days. Um, Generally not. You know, a uh, few things you don't want to do is, uh, and they don't recommend it either, is if you have well water and you have a deep well where you have the well heads that come up in the yard. Mm -hmm. This is more like in Plimpton and Cava. Yep. And it's usually a little cylindrical thing about 10, 10 inches in diameter that sticks up in your lawn about maybe a foot or so. Don't put a wishing well or cover it up because oh. that's going to trap the moisture in there and you're going to grow bacteria. Right. and. You want to keep it open, let it breathe, let it dry out, and uh, same thing on uh, shallow wells too. And you know, didn't you say you said one time you you took a drink of water from someone's house oh, and got, I got really I sick? Oh, I got sick as a dog, and uh, and we did ended up doing a water sample that day also, and and it was a hot day, and yeah. I was mm -hmm. sent it to the lab, and it's like the call that Donna got, you know, within yeah. uh, 24, 48 Remember hours. Couple weeks ago, yeah. don't drink the water in the house that Please has and has I had nitrates or chloroform or something yeah. inside of it, and. Uh, but in, uh, did your client go forward with that? No, they did not. You, I, you're happy about that. I'm I very know. happy about that. About I was, I was very because when the home inspection was going on, and one of the things that they do is they test the the temperature of the water coming out, and when the water got turned on, it smelled like rotten, rotten eggs. Right. I mean. Even the home inspector looked at me, and I went over, and I stuck my nose in. I was like, "Oh my God!" That's right. So what the buyers had not set up to have a water test yeah. done and I said oh no we have to have one and uh, I actually ended up paying for it for uh -huh. them because they weren't prepared and within 24 hours I was called by the inspector the lab had called him and said please contact the homeowner and tell them to do not use that water do not drink it do not bathe in it and they had they had issues, but it's very easily to treat. Right. From what I understand, it just has to be identified like bugs or exactly, you know, whatever it is, and then they treated it. So, um, what are some of the things when you do do the water t getting tested? What are some of the things that you're looking for, and what causes it to smell like eggs? Well, usually the egg smell could be one or two things. If it's just on the, you know, usually if we have that smell inside the house. We'll turn off the cold water and just run the hot water all by itself. And if mm -hmm. you get the eggshell, uh, the egg, you know, the sulfiota, it's usually a bad hot water tank. That's usually caused that to happen. Then sometimes if it's a newer tank, they can bleach it or, you know, flush it out. But if it's something six or seven years old, just replace the tank. But if you get it on the cold water side, yeah, that's something to do with the uh, well oh. down inside. There's some sort of contamination or something that's going on. Hmm. That sort of girl. Oh, there's the doorbell. Oh. Hello. That went by fast. Yes. Um, so that gives me an opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, real estate. So as you know, uh, myself and Bob and Donna are all from Boston Connect Real Estate. We are conveniently located here on the South Shore, and we service all areas from Boston to uh, Cape Cod, I would say, right? Absolutely. You had one nice one down in Falmouth last oh, year. Yeah. Actually, it was West Yarmouth. It was yeah. a beautiful home. Yeah, you were down mm -hmm. there. So uh, we do help um, home buyers and home sellers uh, getting to the next chapter in their lives and we are more than happy to discuss any of those things with you if you would like to give us a call at the office 781-826-7300 781-826-7300 if you are going to some open houses tomorrow you can go on to bostonconnect.com under the buyers tab you will find all of the open houses not only for us but for everybody on the south shore if you can't get in this weekend because you're going to a cookout or something fun like that maybe going to the beach or boating i think we're supposed to get 
rain tomorrow, but whatever. Um, just call us at the office, and Donna, myself, or Bob, we can give you a private showing of that house. Which, what is better than that? Nothing. 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 Nothing is better than having a buyer's agent working for you. And we get the opportunity to introduce you to people like Steve, right? Absolutely. So we have the best of the best when it comes to the referrals. You hear all of our co-hosts here. They are so wonderful. Um, I will be doing an open house myself tomorrow on Plymouth Street in Pembroke. So I will be there from 10 to 12. So please come and visit me. If you do, you can bring me an iced coffee or something good like that. Um, Bob, and how do you take your iced coffee? Yeah, I just whatever. I'll just take it in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> a little skim milk and a Splenda. Okay, that's what we were looking uh, yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bob. Some yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, this one is right on the water. It's right <coughs> on Stetson Pond. It's an acre lot. Uh, beautiful house. Great location. Yeah, great location. Mm-hmm. $350,000. been there. It is a nice place. Yeah, it's a great little place. It's not a cottage. It's more of a house. Could definitely need some cosmetic updating, but it is beautiful. You're not, they're not making land on ponds anymore. No. <laughs> They sent me a memo. It's what we got. So, um, Bob, real quick, if you don't mind, tell us um, a little bit about your seminar again for next week. Okay. On the 29th of July at the Adams Center in Kingston, it's on Route 3A. It's 33 Summer Street at 7 o'clock. I'm going to be doing a talk on... Uh, boomers selling their houses and moving on, right-sizing or downsizing or even making lateral moves, what's involved with it, how to go about it. Um, A lot of people I've been talking to lately want to do things like this, but they're frightened because they don't know how to well, begin. They don't yep. really know where to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a CRES, which is a senior real estate specialist. Along um, with talking about that, I'm also I, I invited an estate planning attorney, uh, Caitlin Robinson from Hingham. She'll be there and she'll be discussing wills and trusts and how to properly. Uh, align your assets so that you can pass those assets on to the people that you want them to go. So I think it's going to be a really good event. It's it's going to last about an hour. Um, we'll have some light refreshments and there's a PowerPoint presentation and I'm really looking forward to it and I, I hope a lot of people come out because I think it's a, a, a very good informational uh, topic. Perfect. Bob, is there a cost to that? No. No. It's free. So it it's is free. free. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. And people can just show up. And um, why don't you give your phone number real quick? Yeah. Uh, if you uh, if you want to RSVP, just so I know about how many people are going to show up, uh, my phone number is 781-8... What is my number? 781... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I said <laughs> quick. I know. 781-856-6714. 781-856-6714. Perfect. Donna, Thank are you. you doing any open houses tomorrow? I am not doing any... Uh, open houses, but I am available to take anyone to any house that they would like to see or answer any questions. My direct number is 781-588-0386. Perfect. Steve, what are some final thoughts for our final seconds here regarding uh, some 11? Uh, mm-hmm. Just keep, you know, eye on the outside of the house, you know, keep things trimmed back and, you know, uh, and the other thing we didn't touch base on the AC system is just, you know, replacing the filter periodically downstairs. Awesome. That's and, key in doing that. And the other thing too is um, some vents and stuff 
stuff. I think I might have another minute here, but uh, we were talking a little bit about vents, uh, like dryer hoses and uh, bath vents shouldn't be venting up into the attic. That's another moisture problem right. that people end up with. So Yep, and anytime you have the hose, whether it be from the uh, bathroom vent or from a dryer hose that uh, Bob touched uh, base on, is you'll always want to have a straight run. You don't want to have any you know dips or looking like uh, Loch, Loch Ness Monster there because the water and everything's yeah, going to get trapped in there. That's a better example than what Bob gave when you were talking. <laughs> and and with that. <laughs> so Stephen Cook, again, from Imperial Inspection Services, thank you so much for being here. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, they can reach us by our website at imperialinspectionservices.com or they can give the office a call at 1-800-440-1141. Again, 1-800-440-1141. Perfect. Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Now. Bye-bye.